0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Gratitude Unfiltered. How's everyone doing tonight? (laughs) So I'm out of practice for this one. What's up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered. We are live right now on the Live Mono Worldwide Network. That sounds different, right? Anyway, we're being broadcast live on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, Instagram TV, and from livemonoworldwide.org. What's up, everybody? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Uh, this is it's <laughs> it's been a few days, but. I am very, very excited to be back doing Gratitude Unfiltered. I miss you guys. This is, as I shared yesterday, doing a live. This is therapy for me. This is teaching. This is how I learn. And um, outside of my quiet time, but always, always excited to be here. What's up, Todd? Good to see you, man. Welcome. As you guys know, this is... What's up, Tina? As you guys know, this is an interactive broadcast. so, you guys make yourself at home, you guys comment along, you guys ask questions. Um, your feedback is always encouraged. So, as you can see, a little bit different look. Um, there's a lot of changes. This has been my office for the last week. Um, and, you know, working behind the scenes, there's a lot of really, really amazing things happening. But first things first, I want to give a shout out to E360 and Aaron Himes. Um, I'm so blessed to be joining forces with them officially as a, an associate producer um, and the kind of an unofficial announcement, which you just heard of a, a wow. new network. Um, it was kind of crazy because two, when we first started doing this two and a half years ago and started gratitude, which was morning gratitude at the time, but started on a phone, you know, I, I always envisioned of having a network. In fact, that some I used to call where I was broadcasting from in San Diego live Mono worldwide studios. And it was a little bit prophetic. I mean, that's what I was putting out in the universe that I believed would happen. And I kid you not, um, two and a half years later, uh, unofficially, this is not the official announcement or press release, but we are announcing it that as of today, this is a brand new network. you guys know about the media training that uh, we did with the Live Model Worldwide Network in uh, the group, and one of the things that I hinted out, hinted at for the people that did the training, saw it through, did the work, that they would have an opportunity to join a network. Well, that was kind of a, again, a prophetic announcement because this is what we were always working for. We just I didn't know that it would happen this soon. Um, It truly is a blessing to be able to launch this network um, and then be adding new programming, new shows. Uh, We have a lot of fun, different things that are gonna be coming out on this network. But part of this responsibility is scheduling uh, content, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So we have a lot of work ahead of us. We are starting from square one Um, I'm obviously the first show that's on this network, but you'll see Word of God Church here. Uh, You'll see uh, Breaking Bread. You'll see uh, there's several new shows from all over the world they're gonna be joining. So today is an absolute blessing um, and I'm blessed for you guys to be a part of it. So thank you for being here, Julie, good to see you. Um, And as I mentioned before, this is an interactive broadcast. You guys are a part of this and as we continue to grow, Um, You guys are going to see a lot of other content here. So again, thank you for your support because without you guys, this would have never, ever happened. So thank you. Uh, What's up, Susie Q? Thank you for being here. All right, you guys. So um, you know we've been doing... What's up, Alev? Good to see you. So as you guys know, we've been doing a series on vision, on purpose. Uh, Tonight is going to be pretty powerful. Um, This is the 11th lesson we've done. This is called Full of strength and passion. So Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, just for the opportunity to broadcast tonight and be here. I just ask that you open the hearts and minds of everyone here, and you allow the Holy Spirit, your spirit, to speak through me. And uh, we are able to provide uh, just the, the message that you want us to, live, to deliver. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. All right, you guys, let's get into it. <clears throat> As our relationship with Jesus grows and matures, We will begin to recognize ever more clearly our weaknesses and abilities as human beings. This ought to cause us to become stronger in him. The reason some believers lack spiritual strength is because they are still strong within themselves. Paul wrote, when I am weak, then I am strong. That's 2 Corinthians 12.10. He told the Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 4.13. He told the Ephesians, be strong in the Lord and in power of his might, not our might, but his might. Ephesians 6.10. What I like about this is it's another way of saying surrender. Um, We talk about surrender all the time. And the more that we will surrender, the more that we will lay at God's feet and say, this is yours, take it. That's our pain, that's our abuse, that's our addiction, that's our worries, that's our concerns about finances. The more we surrender the more he will handle. So we just get to give it all up. So when we always try to do things on our own strength and like I got to work out today for the first time in over a month, like (laughs) the gym here just opened finally. And like, it felt so good. And like, I feel better, right? I feel strong just being able to lift weights again. But that's not the kind of strength that we're looking for. A lot of us, especially men, like men, are we're, we're the worst about this, about thinking we can do everything on our own. Thinking that we, we have the, the world by the, the hoo-ha. Or no, wait, that's <laughs> not hoo-ha, uh, the oysters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? we we like to take, on. we think we can take on the world. And you know what, and some of us, you know, to a point we can, but when we try to do things on our own strength, we always end up in a ditch. Like we never get to where we're supposed to be. So when we completely surrender and trust God to guide us, and we, we trust on his strength, we will notice by doing that, we become so much more strong, so much you know, we get the supernatural strength, both spiritually and even physically sometimes. So I love that. Uh, Good to see you. Hello, Jessica, great to see you. Hello, my friend, great to see you, hope all's well. Um, All right, (laughs) I can't believe I said hoo-ha. Anyway, as we get to know the Lord and learn to trust in his power, we ought to become stronger and stronger in him. This means developing the character trait of strength with the dictionary called firmness. A person who is strong in the Lord is resolute, determined, unyielding, self-controlled, and uncompromising. Again, like a person who is strong in the Lord is resolute, determined, unyielding, self-controlled, and uncompromising. So I think of all that and I just, it triggers this thought of being stubborn and I am the most stubborn person you've ever met. But the thing about my stubbornness is this, I was also flighty and wishy-washy and somebody that you could not hold accountable if you tried, because I would always find a way out of everything. I would never hold myself accountable and never stood in integrity. Therefore I wasn't really that strong. I t- pretended to be strong, but it was all, it was an illusion. It was like a mask. It wasn't real. And in this case, You know, now that my, as my faith has gotten stronger and we've become a little bit more bold in my faith, it's, it's not, that strength is not coming from me. I mean, outside of being focused and squarely focused on a vision, again, as I shared at the beginning of the broadcast two and a half years ago, like I was like, I, I don't, after hearing TD Jake say, focus on the things that you do have and not what you don't using the analogy of an airplane trying to land with one wing. Like, think about it. You're trying to land an airplane with one wing. How are you going to think? Are you going to think, oh my God, we have one wing, we're gonna die, or you go, I have one wing and I'm landing this plane. For me, it was, I didn't have any money, barely even had a place to live, didn't have a microphone, didn't have cameras, didn't have anything, but I had a phone and I had Wi-Fi. And you know what? I felt the urge. I felt the call. It's like I'm going to start this talk show anyway. I'm going to do it. This I've got this. I've got a. I've got a phone. It's got a camera on it, and I've got free Wi-Fi. I can treat this like it's a real show. But that's not where I wanted to stop. The whole time, I envisioned having a network. Envisioned traveling the world and serving. I tr- envisioned traveling the world and elevating the voices of everyone that had a voice that needed to be elevated. Two and a half years. So when you get a vision and when you have a call and you know you have a purpose, you're not stepping into all that God has for you immediately. You get to earn it. You get to do the work. And, and as you become more focused on your vision, as you walk in more obedience and the vision becomes more clear and you become more determined and more focused on him, all of a sudden you do become unyielding. You are you do have self-control, the fruits of the spirit. You have those things. You become uncompromising where you will not settle for anything but excellence. Why would you settle? But again, when you're focusing on your own strength and you're relying on your own power, it's easy to be swayed. It's easy to, be, to, to have people knock you off your path because you're not focused. Does this make sense? used to be hard to ask for help, but needed to learn that str- the strength to admit needing help. Absolutely. That's so powerful. And you know what? That in itself is one of the greatest forms of surrender there is. And that's a- asking for help, admitting that you're powerless, admitting that you're struggling somewhere, admitting that you're maybe stuck in an abusive relationship. And so many of you women, and of course, there's men that are stuck in abusive relationships too. So I mean, this is, goes both ways. But admitting that, that's a that's a form of surrender. That's that's letting go. So I admire you for that. Very good. <clears throat> no one respects a person who is a limp-wristed or lukewarm or a namby-pamby. Well, who says that? People want to follow leaders who stand for something someone said if you don't stand for something you will fall for anything firmness is the aspect of godly character that holds all the rest of it together john the baptist was an example of a man of firmness and resolve concerning john jesus said matthew 11:7-8 what did you go into the wilderness to see a reed shaken by the wind but what did you go out to see a man clothed in soft garments Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. Was John dressed in soft garments? Absolutely not. Nothing about John was soft. He was dressed in clothing made of camel's hair and ate locusts. Was he a reed shaken by the wind, by every wind of doctrine that blows to and fro across the fields of the church? No, he was a mighty oak. What kind of trunk is your character developing into? Is it thin, a weak, or is it thick, tough, and strong? Are you a softy, or are you resolute and determined? Serious question. And as you know, the the times get, as the world gets a little crazy, and of course, sometimes it feels like it's getting peaceful, and then something else happens. And but the world's a little bit in chaos right now. But are you are you allowing that chaos to shake your faith? are you allowing the chaos in the world and all of the trauma that's happening to anyone that looks at the news or anyone that's been affected by the virus or affected by the riots or affected by the the assassination of Mr. Floyd like are, are you how are you affected is it affecting your faith is it shaking your faith is it keeping you from focusing on what god has called you to do And, you know, we've it sh- in past episodes, we've talked about growing deep roots and how we grow deep roots, which is spending time in the word, spending time in prayer, worship. All of these things are so important to make our trunks strong and our, have deep roots. Paul gave the following warning to the Corinthians, <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10. Neither fornicators nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor I don't know what that is, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Obviously, most of the people mentioned that on this list are engaging in practices that have to do with moral failure. Not one word in particular has to do with the failure of firmness. The root Meaning of the word, wait, it does not just, ref, uh, I don't want to read that. John the Baptist did not wear soft garments, neither should any of us. God is looking for men and women who will stand resolutely for the truth of God and the will of God and won't back down just because the circumstances get tough. Jesus is an excellent example of this character trait. Luke 9, 5, 1, Now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. When the spirit of God says, I want you to do something that will be very difficult and unpleasant for you, a person with Christ-like character does not cave in and wimp out. He sets his face and walks straight into it. In this kind of care, what is this the kind of character that you have? Is this the kind of character that Jesus modeled for us? Now, what I like about this is like, be, like to me, obedience is not just doing the right thing. And we know we have the moral compass inside of us with the spirit inside of us. But what I like about this is another part of obedience is answering the call of this Holy Spirit. When you are being commanded or directed or urged or pulled to do something, whether it's start a ministry, start a talk show, start a business, quit your job, leave an abusive relationship, like When we listen to that, what we notice is our spirit gets stronger and stronger. All of a sudden, our faith also builds because we know that that urging, that prompting, we know what that is. That is the Holy Spirit guiding us. That's the, that's the, the cool thing about the spirit, as I've shared before, is that that tells you the rules you get to break. <laughs> but the more we listen to that, the more we're obedient to that, the stronger and bolder our faith gets, and then we are able to react much, much sooner. Like how many times have you been, you know that you're being pulled to maybe eliminate something from your life. Maybe there's something you need to let go of. Maybe there's something you need to surrender. There's something you need to give up or there's something that you need to do. There's an action that you need to take. How many of you know about that, but then you let it sit there? you just let it wait and you ignore it. Like, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm worried. What are people going to think of me? What are people going to do? What are people going to say? Like, I can't, I can't share that secret. I can't talk about my father abusing me. I can't talk about that. And so we continue to hold on to those secrets, but who are those secrets hurting? Who are those not being, who is not being obedient hurting? Who is it? It's hurting you. It's hurting you for not being obedient to that. And the longer we wait, the more time that passes, the longer it's taking for you to step into your destiny. Ever since we've started this network, or not network, ever since we started doing the trainings and teaching and help building out these platforms, I cannot tell you how many conversations we've had with people that are like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to do this. I'm just, I'm nervous. I'm scared. And I get it. I get it. But the sooner we learn that the, we can, those things that we fear, those giants that we get to face, the sooner we know that we, the outcome is already guaranteed. We already have it inside of us to win. Like we've already won. We just have to go follow through with it. And every giant that we face head on, no, we don't run from it. We don't take the side door, but every giant we face head on, and we dominate that giant, we are guaranteed to dominate those giants we face. Every one of them, we become bigger than that giant. Now, the way life works is we get to face a new giant, but you do get into a zone, and you start to realize that, wait a second, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna kick this thing's butt every time. It doesn't matter if it's addiction, it doesn't matter if it's it's a parenting issue, it doesn't matter what it is. You are guaranteed to overcome if you face it. You can't face it lying, you have to face it with truth. You have to face it with being honest with yourself. That is the only way you will overcome. Everything must be done in truth. That's why keeping secrets and and, and living a double life and all that stuff will not work for you. You'll never reach your destiny this way, ever. Face your giants, you are guaranteed to overcome them Pretty soon, you get addicted to facing the fear. I promise you. It becomes the most exhilarating thing that you do. It's like, ooh, a new challenge. Woohoo. Bring it on. Every time there's a trauma in your life, every time something happens, you know that God is going to use it for something good in your life. You know it. And something's going to be good. Something good is going to be done through you. Truth rules. What's up, Roger? Good to see you, man. Bless you. It is the time of the David's. Amen. What's up, Tiffany? Good to see you. Worrying for the future for my sons. I'm actually curious what you are uh, you're worried about. Because here's the thing: the sooner that we start just getting into the habit of surrendering, just going, "Thy will be done." The minute crap happens, you get a flat tire. Thy will be done. The minute you know, if you get fired or you have a a conflict at work, or maybe it's a relationship issue where you're like thinking, oh my God, it's over. The sooner you surrender it, the more you, the faster you see God work. It's just, it's like, I don't know if it's a hack or what. Like people always talk about mind hacks. I'm telling you right now, (laughs) like the faster, like problem happens, uh, all right, I surrender, God take this. That Carrie Underwood song, which Jesus take the will. It's kind of the same thing. It's surrender, like take over. Because every time you try to handle it on your own strength, it's you're never going to get the outcome, never get the outcome that you desire. What's up, Vanna? Long time no see. Hope you're doing well. Um, let's see. When the Spirit of God says, I want you to do something that will be very difficult. What is your difficult thing? What are you being called? I'd like for you guys to, to comment. Like I would love to hear what is your difficult thing that you're being called to do that you're ignoring or you're pushing it aside like oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next month. I'll do it when I have money. How many of you use that excuse? Hmm. And I that is an that's one of the easiest excuses to use is I don't have the money. But I can pretty much tell you right now that our foundation that Jessica and I started eliminates that for most people. And I'm not saying that to brag at all, but everything that has been started and everything that has been done and accomplished to this point was done with no money. Because if you're being called to do something, God will provide for you. He's not going to call you to do something and not equip you for the journey. It is impossible. It's impossible. And if you're falling short in areas and you're failing, you know what? You get to do a heart check. You get to do an obedience check. But I'm telling you right now, if you know in your heart that you're being called for something, just step. Take the first step. Take the first step, some of, I mean, there's so many of you that are watching right now and listening on the podcast that you know, you know that, that you, you're being called to a ministry. You're being called to start a nonprofit. You're being called to, to, to quit your job and, and, and be a missionary, whatever it is. But you're saying no, and you're denying God from using you the way that you were created to be used in the first place. How are you going to disobey the guy that manufactured you? You were created for such an amazing purpose, an amazing purpose. But you saying no is preventing any of that from happening. Isaiah 56 through 7, I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who plucked out my beard. I did not hide my face from shame or spitting. For the Lord God will help me, therefore I will not be disgraced. Therefore I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. In the midst of his sufferings, when everything within flesh was saying, Give in, give up, you don't have to put yourself through this. He did not give up. No, he set his face like a flint, which is a very hard rock. The kind of character that should grow out of a relationship with God is the kind that does not run from the cross but embraces. This is the attribute of character that has to do with firmness. Firmness has to do with your inward strength, the strength of your mind, your will, your emotions. People who have firmness of character act deliberately, not impulsively or arbitrarily. They are known for being solid in their faith Determined in their actions, resolved in their purpose. I'm, let me tell you something. Um, when you set out for the journey for doing what you are called to do, not everybody's gonna agree with you. The people closest to you are, the, are they gonna be the ones that tell you that you're freaking nuts. You need to get a job, or you need to keep the job, or whatever it may be. Your your closest people are going to be the ones that think you're the craziest. People will mock you behind your back. It's just the way it is because the vision that God gives you, each of you, I assure you, and I, I pretty much guarantee this if you're willing to be honest, it's big and scary and it doesn't seem real. And some people are fortunate enough to actually, you know, go think they're, you know, they're crazy enough to go for it anyway. But for a lot of people, there's a lot of fear there. It's like, that's not possible. There's no way. I'm telling you, the bigger and crazier it is, the more of God it is. <laughs> yeah, Bruce. Uh Thank you, Linda. God has done so much and carried me too far for me not to share his miracles with the with the world for his glory. Dude, I'm the same way. Like, he saved your life, Todd. Like, and I'm... like. I I know I should be dead. I can't tell you how many times I was laying in bed freaking overdosing from all the drugs I did. Like, it's terrifying. Like, I don't know. I didn't know for for the longest time. Like, why are you saving my life? I know I should be dead. But if you're still here right now, breathing, watching this program, and even if you're not, you're here for a reason. Like, we were born... For a time such as this, and it's a call for people to step into their purpose because right now we have an opportunity to change the world. Like I'm not ready for the world to end. Like mean, people are like begging Jesus to come. Like great, he can come whenever he wants to, but I'm having fun. Like, like I'm I want to stick around for a while. I want to keep, I want to see what happens here. We all have an opportunity right now to do something extraordinary. We get to be a part of, uh, of changing the world to what we want it to be. When there's chaos, like think of all the amazing things that get to come out of chaos. You think about the depression that from whenever the depression was. You think that was a time for entrepreneurs, thinkers, innovators to step up. You guys are all, there's everyone I can see on here, you're, you guys have something inside you to give birth to that can change the world. What the heck are you waiting for? Like quit using money as an excuse. Quit using fear as an excuse because the fear is a lie. It's not real. It's made up in your head. And guess what? People are going to mock you and make fun of you anyway. Whether you decide that you're going to serve Jesus or any, or you follow another religion or you follow no religion at all. Like, people are still going to mock you. People are still going to make fun of you. So you might as well go for it. And you might as well live in truth, too. Because the tr- I promise you, and I say it like a broken record. Every freaking episode, I think I say this. But it's true. Like, <laughs> hmm, never mind. I'm not going there. Christ has risen, Evolve or dissolve. I'd like for you to stick around for a while. Thank you. We are not done. We have a billion harvests to do. Amen. Hey, Annie Low Bear sighting. What's up, sister? Good to see you. Amen. What's up, mom? Good to see you. Be your own authentic self. Amen. Like your truth, your secrets. Here's the thing everyone in your life, everyone in your life that you think is your friend, your your partners, your co workers, your relationships, They're not really yours if you're living a lie. Like how seriously, like if those of you that are keeping secrets and you don't have to comment about this, but those of you that are keeping secrets and you're hiding something and I, especially believers could be a struggle, could be a secret addiction, but think about this. All of those people in your life, think about the insecurity that you feel like going, do they really like me? Or you get paranoid and think people are judging you. Like, When you are living in truth, you may scare a lot of people off, but those are the people that don't belong in your life anyway. And you cannot fulfill your purpose in this world without a tribe. This foundation, we can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. Without Jessica, like I would still just be doing gratitude unfiltered every day, living in my cocoon, not branching out, not doing a thing. That's the truth. Like I would still be like, basically in an office doing this and and just just this not doing what God wanted me to do I'd be like well I'm gonna wait till I get rich I'm gonna wait till a bunch of money comes in like without Jessica I would not be able to we would not have been able to set any of this off there's no way and you know what now Jessica and I we get to have more help so we've brought in help and you know what we need even more help now that's how it works. But you're never going to find your tribe. You're never gonna find your people. You're never gonna find the people that are going to get you to the finish line if you're living a lie. Because God is not going to bless a lie. God is not going to bless not you, you living an inauthentic life. God is not gonna bless disobedience. Walk in obedience, walk in truth. I promise you, even though your truth may be scary, it's the thing that's going to attract people to you. It's going to be the thing that elevates you and gets you where you're supposed to go. You cannot do it alone. But you don't want to do it with people living a lie. I want to back up really, really quick before I continue. Um, when I, So I, when I was doing Morning Gratitude, and I was only sharing. And actually, Andy LaBear, who's here right now, um, she's one of the few, she was one of the people that their very first people that I shared, uh, like all, my whole truth with. And, <clears throat> but right before that, I'd been, I've been sharing 98% of my testimony, not all of it. I'd been hiding two very important details, but I was scared of like, people are going to judge me. People aren't going to like me. People, people like, like I was so worried. I was like, well, the audience audience will whole leave. I I built this great audience for morning gratitude. And, and I thought, like, I can't tell anybody, I'll, I'll tell everybody, you know, after I'm famous, or whatever thing I told, whatever I told myself. And I also could not understand why every time I would get to the finish line, every time I thought that I was about to hit the home run, everything I was about to make it, it would fall through. And then I heard Lauren Harris's words. 98% of the truth is not the truth. And it completely wrecked me. When I finally got the courage to share my truth, here's exactly what happened. Half of the audience left. A lot of people defriended me, and 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 I got a lot of hate mail. But do you know what I also got? I actually I actually got love and was able to receive love for probably the first time in my life. Because for the very first time, people saw the true me. And the true me was able to receive love. And I knew it was love because it wasn't a mask. It wasn't some character that I invented for people to like. People got to see the ugly, nasty, gross, jail six times, disease, uh, mentally ill, blah, 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 crap. And you know what? People love me. And little by little, people started to come into my life that belong there. And little by little, I got stronger, my faith got stronger, I got bolder, and I started to progress, coming out of a gutter, coming out of my grave. It didn't happen with a lie. It didn't happen with just giving my life to Jesus. There's so many of you that have given your life to Jesus and you're Christians and you're still living a lie. Guess what? You're not being blessed because of it. You're not being obedient. You're not being blessed because you're not obedient. Part of being obedient is being honest. And your life is not being blessed the way it should because you're still living with secrets. And those secrets are killing you. Those secrets are keeping you from your destiny. Those secrets are keeping you from all that God has for you. Live in truth. In truth, you will find your tribe. I promise you, as scary as it is, you will find your tribe in truth. I don't care if you're secretly gay, I don't care if you're secretly bisexual, I don't care if, you're, if you have a secret disease, I don't care what it is. In truth, you will find your tribe and you will become unstoppable. And the only way God can really, really work with your life is with truth. I promise you, it's a difference maker. That's me. I really only shared my health issues. Not that's not even half of my testimony. Yeah, Todd, I'd love to hear your testimony, bro. People, uh, people should love you for who you really are, and never use it against you for any time. You know what? I like. It's been a couple years since I've come out with my, my whole truth. Or no, it's about a year and a half. No, two and a half years. And like now, I like being that guy. I like. I'm 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 proud for everything that Jesus has delivered me through. But none of that stuff in the past even it doesn't shake me anymore. Like I'm proud to get to use it. I love the access. Think about this. When you like even, I don't care how ugly your stuff is either. In fact, the uglier it is, the better because God gets to use it. But when you when you think about like all of the access that you get when you have an ugly past for good. Like you can walk into places that other people can't because you've been set free from that. But at the same time, you still have the compassion and the heart for those very people that used to be like you. And it becomes your responsibility to be the one that gives them the key to get out of their hell. Every single one of you, everything you've been delivered from have been given a key. And that key is for you to go set people free. And if you're not doing it, you're not living in your purpose. You are not doing what you called you were called to do. You might as well just be lukewarm, right? Um, let's see. Vanna, we, we have one judge. Be true to yourself and truth will set you free. That's right, Vanna. God, it's good to see you. It's been a long time. Josh, you and Jess won't recognize yourself in six months. <laughs> That's going to make me cry. Um, Cause you know, what's up, Marty? Good to see you, man. Um, I, it's such a journey guys. Like you're not going to have it all figured out at one time. And it, it takes practice. It's a muscle. Um, we were talking about exercising earlier in our own strength. like a faith is this muscle. We exercise it by being obedient. We exercise it by when we know that we're being led to do something, we do it, even if it's hard. Me walking away from an abuse a mutually abusive abusive both way relationship was probably the first act of obedience that I stepped into. Mind you, I married somebody I didn't know, but I'm pretty sure that God arranged that crazy situation, so I would leave, because God had things for me to do. God has a lot for you to do. God has so much for you to do, but you're not gonna do it until you accept your assignment, and you accept your assignment by being obedient. Mom says, yes, it's better to be hated for truth rather than to be loved for a lie time to put the mask off no matter how hard it can be. But it's the best thing we can ever do for ourselves, those around us. Absolutely, mom. That's so beautiful. And when I was saying um, that, uh, God, keep brain farting. You know, I forgot to take my brain booster today. (laughs) My brain is not functionally normal. The CBD brain booster is the... I love it. I forgot to take it. So I think my brain cells are not firing on all wires right now. Um, the, the, I was trying to tell you something about truth, but forget it. We'll keep on going. Okay. The kind of character that should grow out of a relationship with God is the kind that does not run from the cross, but embraces. This is an attribute of character that has to do with firmness. Firmness has to do with your inward strength the strength of your mind, your will, your emotions. People have firmness of character, act deliberately, not impulsively or arbitrarily. They are known for being solid in their faith, determined in their actions, resolved in their purpose. In which area are you strongest? Strength of mind, strength of will, or strength of emotion? So audience, participate in this. What area are you strongest? Your strength of your mind, which is the ability to control your thoughts, that could be taking authority you know when we get those spiritual attacks or we get those limiting beliefs in our mind that are telling us that we're not good enough or you're crazy like you, you're never going to be successful that crap and you have the power to take authority over that is that a strength of yours strength of will which is the ability to stick with your decisions and commitments that one's a good one sticking to your commitments Honoring your commitments. How many of you are weak in that area? You know, when you say you're going to do something and don't, or you show up 20 minutes late. Or strength of emotion. The ability to keep from being controlled or overwhelmed by emotions. That's not me the last two weeks. I've been—I've cried every day for the last two weeks. I mean, just from my like gratitude crying. But either way, I, <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't cry earlier today. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, today. Yeah, it's, uh, and I don't, I think that that's okay. I think crying with emotions or being emotional in that way is okay. I think, but what area are you strongest? What areas do you need to become stronger? Like for me, let me think about this strength of mind. I did pretty good. Like I shared yesterday when I did a live, like, you know, I've been doing pretty well with, you know, being able to take authority when I get the limiting beliefs and being able to combat it. And for a long time, you know, I thought that I'd beat borderline personality disorder. I thought that I'd beat DID. And now that, you know, I've taken on more and I've kind of broke out of the cocoon and I'm not incubated anymore and I've stepped out into the world and I'm working with different people, talking to a lot of people throughout the day, you know, having to you know, navigate different personalities. And look, I don't have an easy personality to get along with. It's one thing socially, or if I can keep you at a distance and I can just, you know, just be me, we're out socially, like I'm fine. But when it comes to actually having like real depth and working together and things like that, I have major personality conflictions with a lot of people. I just do. It's it's a tough thing for me. And so I've really noticed that the mental health side that I thought that I'd beat, like, uh, no, it's still there. (laughs) I guess that personality split from borderline personality disorder didn't exactly go away. Um, But I, for the most part, I'm fortunate to have an amazing partner that's helping me navigate it, um, and Jessica, but also just being aware and knowing how to like, either back off or retreat or do things that. I, I can protect myself and really me protecting myself is actually protecting anyone that encounters me too, because again, if you're not familiar with borderline personality disorder, it's rough. And if you are, you know what I'm talking about. It's, an it, 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 it's an extremely different kind of personality. And, um, and I, and it's, it, it can be, it can be rough sometimes. And the irony in it is, is when that, it, that thing takes over and it hasn't in a long time, but I can feel its presence. But when it takes over it, it, it's like somebody else is doing it, which is almost not fair because I know it's physically me, but spiritually it's not, if that makes sense. So I know that being in control of my thoughts, especially now working with so many different people, that's something I get to work on strength of will, I'm, I'm committed. <laughs> I'm committed. Like no kidding. Uh, strength of emotions. Yeah. I get pretty emotional. I'm an emotional guy. I, I think that's it. That's the one I get to work on. Firmness is closely related to passion. People who are passionate or firm. Ah, yeah, Passionate guy. There you go. Their passion for the will of God will not tolerate anything or anyone who is attempting to sidetrack them or stop them. They are steadfast. 1 Peter 5.9 encourages us to resist the devil and remain steadfast in faith. Romans 12.12 tells us to be patient in tribulation, continually steadfast in prayer. Hebrews 3.14 exhort us, hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. And Colossians 1.23 tell us to continue in faith, grounded and steadfast and not to be moved away from the hope of the gospel. First Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain of the Lord. I wanna go back to something really quick um, about steadfast in faith the passion, about being steadfast. It's the greatest feeling in the world when you can be firm in your, in your place, like when you just know who you are in Christ, when you're at that place and it comes through confidence, it comes through growing roots, it does. So it's worth spending the time. It's worth training your brain with the word because you grow deeper roots. And when you grow those deeper roots, nothing will shake you. Not any trauma in the world, not any natural disaster, not any hostile act towards another human, it won't shake you, it may break your heart. But it's not going to move you, it's not going to waver your faith. And when your faith won't waver, that's when you can move mountains. That's when you are in a place of making your dreams come true. And listen, I know some people, especially, you know, there's a lot of religious people out there that go, well, your job is not to, you know, God's not your, the guy that's going to make you rich. That's not a guarantee or God's not going to, you know, you're not going to, I mean, they, they basically say making your dreams come true sounds selfish. It's not selfish. The dreams you have, God put them there. It's to show you what's possible. Those things you dream of, those visions you get, it's God showing you what is possible for you. Nothing else. It's not to mock you. It's not to tease you. It's to show you what's possible. And there is a blueprint to get there. There's a blueprint, and it's called obedience. It's called listening to the spirit inside you, guide you, and being obedient to that. Let's see. Michelle says, that's a key understanding for your identity as a child of God. Amen. Roxanne says, grounded. Good to see you, Roxanne. It takes work, and it's a labor of love to put on the armor of God daily. Amen. That is beautiful. Strength of emotion, that's a hard one. <laughs> I agree, too. Um, let's see, who said that? Wezzaro, uh, I'm weak in all three of those. We'll be praying for you. Uh, Roger says, love you guys. Bless you and Jess, talk to you later. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, obedience and moving, absolutely, Roxanne. Very well. Uh, let's see, firmness is close. I've already read that. Firmness is closely related to passion. People who are passionate are firm. Their passion for the will of God will not tolerate anything or anyone who is attempting to sidetrack them or stop them. They are steadfast. First, Peter 5.9 encourages us to resist the devil and remain steadfast in faith. Tell us to be patient in tribulation, continually steadfast in prayer. There's a theme here. Hebrews 3.14 says, Exhort us, holding the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end, And Colossians 1.23 tells us to continue in faith, grounded and steadfast, and not be moved away from the hope of the gospel. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain of the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15.58 Why is it important to have good character? Because what we do in the Lord is not in vain. It is not for nothing. There will be a reward steadfastness, firmness, passion, self-control. These are the character traits that keep us all from important elements of Christ-like character intact. They enable us to follow through and keep us from compromising ourselves. Semination. We've been talking about the importance and power of vision. We have talked about a C1 vision, which stands for commitment to Christ and praise, prayer, and knowing the word. We have also talked about a C2 vision, which is a commitment to character, specifically the character exhibited by Jesus during the days of his flesh. But before we can ever hope to have Christ's character, we first have to have Christ. In other words, you will never become the kind of person who wants you to be until, you will never be the kind of person Jesus wants you to be until you first get Jesus himself. This is because he is the model of a kind of person god wants you to be like here's the thing like regardless of whether or not you worship jesus or not i will tell you this there's not a better person that's ever walked the earth that is not worth following there's never been a better person to follow he his blueprint is amazing so whether or not you believe he would die on the cross for your sins if you want to get into all that which i absolutely believe he did But if you don't wanna believe that, you can still look at his life as a model. And I bet you learn a lot about yourself, who you were created to be, and just how awesome Jesus was by following the example that he has given us, especially in the gospels. So again, because I know there's a lot of people of all faiths that watch this show, and I love all of you, but I will tell you that Jesus is the way. He is the truth and he is the life. And the light that you want to be comes from following him. And I, if you could just understand the darkness that I've been delivered from. And look, and it's not like I'm out of the water. It's not like I'm some saint. It's not like I don't have demonic attacks. It's it, it, like No, that stuff is real. I'm heavily flawed, but looking back at over the last five years and what has taken place in my life, and then the years before that, it's real. Following him, the relationship, the Holy Spirit being guided, it's all so real, and and the reason why I'm saying like whether or not you believe he died on the cross to save save your sins or any of that stuff like whether the reason I'm saying it that, that way is because sometimes you need a model and so many of us are looking at these these motivational speakers and these influencers and these celebrities and celebrities freaking dead but so we look at these celebrities as this this the, this is who we want to be. Why would you want to be? anyone that wasn't perfect? Why would you want to be anyone that did not live a perfect life? Because every single one of those people, these influencers, these influencers that we follow and these celebrities, like if you knew what they did to get there, or you knew all of the things that happened behind the scenes to get them there, you're like, I don't really want that life. That's not a good life. That's not a good person. That's not someone for me to follow. It's not. And maybe that's hard for you to believe, but it's a simple argument. Why would you want to follow anyone that was not perfect? Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for this broadcast. I just ask that anyone out there that's struggling with hanging on to something they need to let go of, you give them the courage to surrender it. it, the, The greatest experience in the world is being able to have the confidence just to go, I surrender, thy will be done, and letting you do the work. It almost seems selfish. (laughs) I almost feel spoiled knowing that with anything I can surrender it to you and you will take care of it. it. It's just the most amazing thing, Lord, and I just ask that you just dare. Like you even taunt people that are listening to this right now. You just kind of taunt them and poke at them poke at their spirit just to make them go, okay, 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 fine, I (laughs) surrender. Give it up. It's over. surrender to you. Give them that confidence to do it, to let go, to let go and trust you and trust that you have amazing things planned for their life. You have an amazing purpose planned for them. You created them to do something extraordinary in this world. You didn't keep them around this long for nothing. We love you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name. All right, you guys, let's see. Todd says, there are false idols. Jesus, the ultimate role model. I agree. Much love to you, my man. Good to see you. Amen. Why would you like to be like them? Jesus is the way and the life. Amen. I can't breathe without my Jesus. He is my peace. Jesus is the only way. As a Christian, we have to have his character. That is our ministry. We need to emulate him. It's our testimony, as beautifully said. Intimacy with Jesus, very good. Trust and believe in Jesus Christ, our Savior. Absolutely. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit, like I used to think it's the weirdest thing. Like, really. Like when I would see people fall out on TV, and I'm sure some of that's not exactly real, but whatever. It, it's amazing. I just, I I just, I want it for everybody and not to sound like some kind of like, you know, just, I'm not religious. Like, I just love Jesus because I know what he's done in my life and like I want other people because I know other people are suffering. And suffering is not fun. Living with shame and guilt is not fun. Um, anyway, I really appreciate you guys being here tonight and it's been <laughs> in putting up with me tonight. I wasn't exactly my best. I'm honestly, like I'm enjoying working on this other stuff so much. Um, but it, it is a blessing to get to do it. And I, I miss doing gratitude unfiltered. So thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for listening. Um, even though it wasn't my best, but thank you. Um, also want to give a shout out to. Live Mono Utoya, you can see it scrolling at the bottom. Um, I talked about the Brain Boost I forgot to take, but it's a CBD, nootropic, um, mushroom-based. It's all organic. It's absolutely incredible. A couple of you have ordered it already. Um, Check it out, it's really good. And then also, this is my new favorite skincare product. It's called Head to Toe, Good to Glow. Great name, CBD product. Um, It has amazing skincare, absolutely love. This company, Jessica and I started it. We have a distributorship of the CBD company, really good prices, um, whole plant, full full spectrum, all organic, absolutely amazing. Um, It's not gonna get you high. The skincare doesn't get you high anyway, (laughs) but the uh, Brain Booster will make you feel good. So you guys check it out, livemonautoya.com. And if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get free CBD gummies um, and then, of course, thank you. We, um, as you know, now, Live Model worldwide is a foundation. So your support um, of this is allowing us to go out and and help other people when I mean, we're building platforms and we're creating, uh, you know, a multimedia broadcast. This multimedia broadcast network is about putting voices like yours on the air, TV, radio, podcast, print, all of it. Uh, so your support is allowing us to go out and help these other ministries and these other purpose-driven individuals all over the world. Uh, we had a really good donation the other night that's going to allow us to buy a microphone and camera uh, for a ministry in Pakistan. And that's a mentally, like, that's who that's for. So really, really excited about that. So you, your donations are making a difference, and we are very, very grateful for you. I should tell you up front that we're not a 501c3 yet, but we filed that with a firm uh, last week. So, you know, what we're going to do, if you do give a donation, if you want us to, we can promote your business. I can run an ad on the show here. We want to support you. Like, I want to give you something back for your donation, not just like it's church where I'm asking for a tie. That's not like that. We are using your money for good and, you know, your support absolutely matters, but I want to give you something of value in return for your donation. So if you make a donation, let me know. I'll promote you, whatever you need to do. Uh, but we're very, very grateful for all of the donations so far because we're, we're going to be able to help people and uh, it means a lot. So anyway, thank you guys again for being here um, and I'll be back, I think, tomorrow night. God bless. See you soon.